Hello and welcome to the When Wrestlers Act podcast. I'm John Cronshaw and I'm joined today by my good friend Colin Cox. Hello, Colin. How are you, John? I'm pretty good. What do you think of the new studio? Well, it's professional, shall we say. Yes. A lot of changes since I was last. It feels like ages since I've done one of these. It has been a while. Yes. So, um, yeah. So, we've reviewed Problem Child, starring Kerry Von Erich, a.k.a. the Texas Tornado. Now, before we get going, I'm going to get a few plugs out of the way. You can follow us on the Twitter, at WWA Podcast. If you've not done that already, then I suggest you do, because we mess around on Twitter all the time. You can also like us on Facebook, WWA Podcast. And if you like what you hear, review us on iTunes, that'd be brilliant. And the website's whenwrestlersapp.com. So, problem child, what did you think, Colin? What was your overall feeling of the film? I don't know. <laughs> <laughs> well, I thought it was entertaining. <laughs> I thought it was wildly entertaining. Was it a rip-roaring, rollercoaster, riotous ride or something like that? I don't know. The kid, it was about this um, little ginger kid called Junior, seven years old, and he was terrifying. I think that's the only way to describe him. He yeah. was, I don't know, he was frightening. He was just wrong. <laughs> I don't know, I, I, quite, I thought the um, the setup was quite funny. <laughs> that was, that beginning was just brilliant, so, actually. Yeah, so they had, um, you got your prophetic fallacy, you have the, the opening of the thunderstorm and the rain, you know, you know that things are going to be bad. Baby gets dumped outside a big mansion. What happens is the maid gets the mistress to come along. She picks up the baby. Who would want to throw a cute child like and the baby pisses on her? Yeah! So next we get the um, toddler in, in the same carriage being dumped <laughs> at someone else's door. And then the kid again when he's probably about six or seven being dumped again. In the same box. Yeah, just brilliant. Getting... Just his legs <laughs> flapping around. Yeah, so... Yeah, so so then this this kid's now in an, in an orphanarium. That's where he gets dumped, isn't it? <laughs> yes, with, with lots of nuns, scary nuns. I don't know. You kind of feel sorry for the kid in a way. He's he's this little kid who's been abandoned. The nuns are mean to him. They make him do lots of chores and jobs, and they think he's basically a, a little Satan. They should maybe give him a bit more. The internet atheists would be having a field day with that. Uh, I did quite like the fact that the credits, when the credits were rolling, they had the music, bad to the bone. Fantastic. <laughs> what is it? We get basically a couple at a fertility clinic. Um, what are they called? Ben and Flo? Smell like that. I mean, one, one thing that kind of strikes me in this film is that there's a lot of references to sex. Things that are just a bit inappropriate for kids. I mean, this, this, is, a, this is a kid's film. Is it, John? It is. I mean, I first... I'll tell you when I first watched this. I watched this probably in about 1991. I must have been about eight or nine years old. I watched The Running Man when I was eight. <laughs> well, yeah, you know, watch this Robocop. But no, the, our local Hollywood Nights video shop Ooh. would do a, um, a deal of three kids' videos that you could have from a Friday to a Sunday for 99p. Wow. I'd usually get a film, I'd get a cartoon like a Tom and Jerry or something like that, and I'd get a wrestling video, maybe like Survivor Series 89, <laughs> SummerSlam 90, you know. Problem Child was one of these videos I probably got out about 20 times because <laughs> I used to love this film. I thought it was great. I, thought the, I mean, yeah, the kid's a little shit, but my God, I don't know, it was, it was funny. And watching it now, you get all these references and jokes that you just wouldn't get as however old it was, 9 or 10 or whatever. So, couple in the doctor's office, 
and he's he's saying you're positive, you're positive. And oh, like, oh. He, he talks about the ninety nine percent success rate that they have. But unfortunately, they're the one percent. <laughs> yeah, so you're you're the one percent who's unsuccessful, and uh, they're saying you know you you. <laughs> Like he's trying to show him this diagram of like all these models of uh, <laughs> fallopian tubes and all this, and the bits go flying everywhere. And he goes, "Well, you haven't got one of them anyway." <laughs> and that one's brown. That one's brown when it should be green, you know. So I don't know. It's a, a bit of a weird one. And then the, the woman. I mean, she's clearly quite a materialistic woman. The bloke is is almost the opposite. He's quite nurturing and caring. You know, he's a, he's a bit of a chump, really. He is a chump. He's your classic um, family film dad. What is it she says? She says, oh, we've been doing it every night for nothing. Because <laughs> obviously she's not pregnant. Yeah, so we go to the orphanage and they're doing the dinner. And they're served like this nasty slop kind of almost really hard mincy... I don't know, what, what, what is it? What, how would you describe it? Uh, like keema. Like keema. I don't think it was. It just looked nasty. He went and sat down and he's trying to, I think he's trying to get the food up off his plate and it's stuck. And then it ends up flying up to the ceiling and sticking on the ceiling. <laughs> and the nun goes over and goes, thank God, praise the Lord, he's eating his food. And the nun looks up and the slop lands on her head. So was he on hunger strike or something? I don't know. So then the abusive nun grabs him by the ear and drags him to do some cleaning. And there's this little kind of milky bar kid. You know, little blonde hair glasses and a bit weedy. And he goes, oh, I'm going to live with a new family. And then the nun goes, well, good little boys get new homes. Bad little boys get something else. <laughs> Quite sinister. What was the something else? I don't know. I don't know. I mean, you see him later on. He's washing up all the all the pots of that horrible stuff. So I'm assuming that... They have to do more chores. Yeah. Then we get... Basically, I think this is a setup for what comes later... You get clips on the TV of Junior flicking the channels and there's the Bowtie Killer who's been sent back to prison. Why is he called the Bowtie Killer? Because he wears a bow tie. Oh, right. So we've, we've got this then. So we, we, we've got the setup of the prisoner. We've got the setup of the kid at the orphanarium. We've got the setup of the couple. Brilliant. So we go back to <clears throat> the couple and, and they're a bit distraught that they've, that, you know, she's obviously got problems with her fallopian tubes, you know, one bit spraying when it's meant to be green and <laughs> she hasn't even got that bit. So I don't know, she sees like having a kid as like this great networking opportunity. Is that a fair assessment? Yeah, that's, that's fair. What is it like? She wants to get invited to kids' parties so she can meet all these other parents, I think's the, I think that's the gimmick. I've met parents. Why would you want to meet those people? <laughs> Tell me, John. Well, speaking as a parent. <laughs> um, so, yeah, so the the discussing this idea of um, adoption and yeah they don't want to adopt well she doesn't want to adopt she's materialistic and then we get introduced to Big Ben so this is Ben's dad I couldn't work out what he was standing for I think he's he was standing for like a governor kind of senator maybe mayor mayor was it yeah all oh, right big republican he owns a big sports shop so he he's basically tells his son that he's going to be um, selling his company, the sports shop, to a Japanese company. He's his dick, basically, and he goes, well, Ben, little Ben, the guy who, uh, you know, the one who whose missus has got the fallopian problems, um, he says, what about me? What about my inheritance? I've worked for you for 10 years, and he's like, well, that's your own fault. I expect you to claw and cheat your way, and you didn't. <laughs> 
His dad's basically a dick. That's yeah. the uh, impression you get with that. And then we cut back to Junior, and this is, this will be his punishment. He's washing up, and classic line of the film, I think. The nun goes, "I want this so shiny that I can see my face in this." He picks up the dirtiest pan and goes, "That kind of looks like you." <laughs> <laughs> and then he throw does, does he throw a bucket on her head or something? And then he goes, "No, she gets annoyed, tries to hit him, and her uppers comes." Right, and he goes, "Yikes! A penguin in a pot." And then, for some reason, she she flies out of a window. Yes. How does that happen? Oh, she sort of falls over in a carry-on sort of style and um, falls out of the uh, laundry chute. Is that um, what happens? Yeah. Right. Okay. I was, I was trying to work it out. It just seemed like a pot upon her head and lands in a skip. This is when the nuns are pissed off. So all the nuns are getting together in their Christian way and um, scheming. Well, they're scheming with the, what is he, he's like the owner of an agency, I think, isn't he? Um, the Gilbert Gottfried character. Are you not a fan of Gilbert Gottfried? Well, this is the only thing I've ever seen him in. And he has a voice that's almost as irritating as mine. But I love his face. It's such a good face. He's got this permanently fixed smile, but his eyes always look angry. Brilliant. Yeah. No, he's, he's um, I don't know, he, he, I can't stand the guy. <laughs> Everything I've seen him in is awful, but I think he does fit this character quite well. What else has he been in? Honestly, he's he's been in so much, like, absolutely loads of stuff, and I can't think of any, so... Okay, that was um, interesting. <laughs> <laughs> Junior gets kind of pulled into this, and, and this is where he's kind of putting on his stick, sickly sweet, his innocent thing of, I just want to be a good boy. <laughs> He is very good at turning that on. Yeah, and, and Gilbert Godfrey's like, look, he just wants to be a priest, you know. <laughs> Sorry, that sounded like Vince McMahon then. You're going to WrestleMania! <laughs> oh, but the best, one of the best lines here, when he says, priests, they're, um, they're boy nuns, they're nuns with jackets. Yeah, <laughs> <laughs> yeah the kid realises that he's, his agent's actually trying to keep him in the orphanage when Junie wants out. Yeah. And then he kind of turns around and calls him a dick. Yeah, and uh, and you quote. Yeah, and starts just kind of uh, mimicking him and, and repeating all the stuff he's saying. He does that very well. So it cuts back to Ben and Florence. He manages to convince Florence that adoption is like shopping. <laughs> and so her eyes light up. And it's like, you know, with a, with a baby... Uh, what is it? it says it's like you know when you when you have your own baby, it could be a dud. It could just be crap. But <laughs> with adoption, you can just pick your own kid. So... Yeah, yeah, that worked out for him. That obviously um, didn't work. It cuts back to the kids. Well, it's, it's the kids at the orphanarium. Oh, actually, there's that great line as well. When um, nature fails, there's always commerce. Yeah. <laughs> nature screwed us. Let's give commerce a try. That's that was it. <laughs> yeah, classic. I mean, yeah, I say 80s. I mean, it's, it was 90, wasn't it? But it was, yeah. it was definitely those kind of Reaganistic values kind of coming through. Back to the orphanarium. The kids... They're all there writing to their pen pals. One of them's writing to Queen Elizabeth, <laughs> asking, oh, what's it like being queen? What's it like living in a palace? One of them's writing to Desmond Tutu. Junior, who's he writing to, Colin? The man who kills people with his bow tie. The bow tie killer! That's yeah. what I said. So he's, he's writing to Kramer. Yeah, he's his hero, basically. <laughs> we'll go back to Gilbert Gottfried and, and Ben and Florence. And, the prospective parents. Yes, and they get offered... Junior! There we go. So they're, they're 
all set up. They accept. He's obviously a nice kid. So. Yeah, they get spiffed into it. Yeah, he, he says, I oh, was, what was it, voted most popular child at the orphanarium two years in a row. Yes. And then um, they pick him up in, in one of those big-ass American cars. <laughs> They're called station wagons. Station wagons like an estate car. Yeah, so, yeah. yeah. And it had, like, wood panelling and stuff on the sides. It was way, well, I was going to say way a ton, but way loads. Yeah. More than a ton. Yeah, at least at least, a, at least two tons, maybe. Wow. Junior leaves and the, 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 it looks like they're being waved off and the new adoptive parents are saying, oh, he must be really popular. Everyone's seen him, you know, come out to see him off. They pull away and the nuns release balloons. Everyone cheers. They have a party. Including the other children as well. Yeah. The reign of terror is at an end. Yeah, so Jun- Junior gets introduced to his new home, has a look around and goes, I hope you guys are insured. <laughs> Just giving away the fact that he's a little shit and they're oblivious to him. And so they, they take him up to his um, his bedroom, and it's the scariest bedroom in the world. Imagine imagine if you were a teenage goth. <laughs> Wouldn't you be afraid of this bedroom? Wouldn't you be like, this is the worst bedroom imaginable? Well, John, speaking as a former teenage goth, <laughs> what do you think? I was never a teenage goth. The room was filled with clowns. Lots and lots of clowns. Lots of electronic clowns for some reason. Yeah. And loads of them cackling and laughing. and They're horrible. It wasn't just that they were horrible, it was just the, the noise. Like, yeah. how could you relax in that room? You Can't just mean. couldn't. So, and, and the, Junior's reaction to this, when he sees the clowns, he goes, Oh my God, they're retarded. <laughs> that bit was good. That's like, Jesus. Yeah. Oh, but... You wouldn't be able to get away with that now. You know, no. political correctness gone mad. But that internal monologue, when it came out, was just so irritating. It's oh, one of those... It was great. I'm being hilarious monologues. Well, it, it's, it's stuff he couldn't say, but it was like knowing, you know, knowing wink for the audience. It was just the whole delivery of the internal monologue just made it unfunny. At this point, the Ben's dick dad, the um, the Republican candidate, whatever he is, whatever position of power he was going for, he arrives and is very disapproving of this adopted kid. He goes upstairs, the room's on fire. <laughs> There's clowns burning and sparks going everywhere. And then the dad, he kind of blames it on the kid. He says, oh, the kid's obviously a troublemaker. Well, it's the one sensible thing that his dad does. <laughs> The kid picks up one of the cats, throws it to this Big Ben's face, <laughs> bloke falls down the stairs, and he dies. And then he robs his wallet. Yeah, he does rob his wallet. <laughs> yeah, about $100. Um, okay, so next we get what this podcast's all about. <laughs> about when wrestlers act. In the veiled excuses to watch bad films. So this was the appearance of Kerry Von Emick, Texas Tornado. Yes. And he... Appeared he had a, a swastika tattoo. Yeah. And he was... Not a very good fake tattoo. But yeah. And he was billed as neo-Nazi. Yeah, hanging around with Kramer. <laughs> hanging around with Kramer, <laughs> who, yes, he, he, um, he, he might be of Jewish descent. We don't know. So He actually gets a couple of lines as well. He does, he does. So Kramer gets a letter from Junior and um, he gets the Kerry Von Eric to read it out. And he says that, you know, JR's, JR's got out of prison. And he's like, this guy gets parole, I don't get parole. So what did you think of Kerry Von Eric's performance there? Um, <laughs> as a guy reading a letter for 
five seconds. It was it was all right. It was adequate. But yeah, I mean, he, he didn't he didn't light up the screen. <laughs> um, he was just there, and the fact that we had to um, <laughs> rewind the film at the end <laughs> and go, okay, so where's Kerry Von Eric? <laughs> We've missed this, haven't we? Yeah, yeah. The fact we had to do that and look where it was, I think that's quite telling. <laughs> but so, he had a whole two lines. He did have two lines. He had lines. That's more than that episode of Friends that we reviewed where it had whatever he was called in it. Tank Abbott. Tank. He didn't yeah. even have a line. He didn't have a line, but at least he was there for more than five seconds. Oh, yeah. yeah. So, <laughs> I mean, to be honest, this this um, podcast has been very unsuccessful in terms of total airtime of wrestling. <laughs> total wrestlers acting. Well, you've done Hell Comes to Frog Town. Okay, we have done Hell for... Okay, let's take Roddy Piper out of the mix. We've probably got about 50 seconds worth of wrestlers acting so far. Well, there's a little bit more in um, <laughs> The Running Man. Yes, okay. It's, it's yeah. Ten minutes? It's basically been cameos. I think that's that's the point. Yeah, so Kramer throws a dumbbell at the warden. And then the next scene we get the warden and he's he's got his arm in a sling and an eye patch on. And he's in a account like a psychiatrist, psychologist, psychiatrist? Psychiatrist. Psychiatrist's office. Doing one of those Rorschach kind of ink block tests, and he's looking and he's going, "I see fluffy bunnies, I see pink fluffy bunnies," and the warden's going mad. He's saying, "It's black and white. You can't possibly <laughs> see pink. You've seen guts. You've seen murder. You've seen death." He's like, "No, I'm seeing fluffy clouds." So then the warden is dismissed by yeah. the psychiatrist, and then they, they get another one, and he goes, "What do you see on this one?" And he goes, blah! <laughs> and, and chokes. And cho- chokes out the psych- psychiatrist. Makes his clothes and makes good his escape. Yeah. So he's out. Hooray. Yay. The killer on the road. Brain squirming like a toad. With his bow tie. He's still got his bow tie and that's good. So we know it's him. We know he's a bow tie killer because he's wearing his bow tie. It's yes. his calling card. Like like the wet bandits with their um, leaving water on. Yeah, Exactly. Next, we cut back to the house. Junior seems to be snooping around his mum, well, his, his new mum and dad's bedroom. Yeah. And he's... What does he find? Uh, crochet, cross-stitch, and um, Ben comes along and says, oh, you shouldn't be going in there. That's her secret drawer because it has um, some pictures of hunks in there. Yes. It has, it has basically, like, the hugest greased-up bodybuilders <laughs> in the world. But I, lo- I like the fact that she has, I don't know, it seemed to be like one kind of um, 8 by 10 picture in in each drawer. She had like three drawers and then you went down and they were, they were gradually more muscly, gradually more greased up. Back in the day when, when you used to have to like make an effort with porn. <laughs> and the, the, this, is, this is basically where Junior's worried that he's going to be sent back to, to the orphanarium because of the fire and all this and Ben kind of has a... You know, a bit of a heart-to-heart moment and goes, look, I just I just want to be a good dad. Next we get a bit of a scene outside and there's, um, what is it, there's a little girl and her mum, Florence, wants to show off that they've got a kid. And so they, they kind of bring the kid outside to show off and this little girl is basically forced to invite Junior to her sixth birthday party. Just by the fact that she was obviously about ten. Yeah, and what was it, she, she was like... Yeah, yesterday, yesterday you didn't even have a child. Now you've got one, and he's really big. That's gross. <laughs> so that was that was a that was an interesting uh, take on it. 
So that part is going to happen. It will happen later, but we'll wait. Because first, they've got to go on a camping trip. Ooh, because that's what um, lads and dads do. Yeah, so they're basically going away with another dick dad. He's like a, a real kind of dick and he's got... Six he's his rival on an opposite baseball team. Yeah, and he's basically got six kids and he's, he's showing off about how virile he is. Yeah. Well, sure, Ben's very virile. It's just she's... Well, it's, it's in blank, sort of, if you call it for a woman. It's her, it's her fallopian tubes, isn't it? So they're, yeah. they're out in the woods, and this um, guy reveals that he's got a bear costume. <laughs> um, and he's, he jumps out on, on Ben and scares him, and he's like, ha, 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 that's funny. There's a bear costume, that's going to scare the kids. And then they have a bit of a tender moment, and um, this dick dad gives Ben a hat that says dad on it. Yeah. And then he puts his own hat on that says super dad. Because he um, has... Well, he's impregnated got... his wife more times than Ben has. Yeah, so he's got six kids. So, what's the um, in it? What's the quantity of children you need to be to go from dad to super dad? I don't know. And when I... do you go from super dad to hyper dad? I've, I, I honestly don't know. That's, um... I thought you'd know as a parent. No, because I think you only get it's. It's like when um, you know when you get those kind of awards on Xbox Live, and you didn't really know it was one that you needed to get. <laughs> I think it's probably one of them ones where it's like, if you're a super dad, you know. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? But nobody tells you when it is. Do you know what I mean? This, there's no instructions for this stuff. It's just, you find out. That's parent parenting 101, Colin. God, I feel so ashamed. <laughs> um, I'm not ashamed that I don't know, but ashamed to have you as a friend. Oh, you don't. You love it, really. <laughs> yeah, so they, they, they have a selfie together in 1990. Well, I thought the selfie was invented in 2012 at the Oscars by that lesbian woman. I have no idea what you're on about. It was Ellen. Ellen Degenerate, or whatever she's called. <sighs> right. So we've got this dick dad's six kids sitting around the fire singing Old MacDonald and all these other songs. And to be honest, they're, they're being mean to Junior because he's adopted. And they say, oh, let's ignore him. He's been ignored. And so he goes, ignore this. Pulls his pants down and pisses on their fire. <laughs> Brilliant. <laughs> and then, after pissing on the fire... He has a lot of piss for an eight-year-old boy. Yeah, yeah. So after pissing on a campfire, he then goes out and baits a bear. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, so, yeah. He gets the bear, basically, to follow him and, and throw... I don't know, he throws, like, a big lump of meat into the middle of these... Uh, into the middle of the campfire. Yes. And um, all the kids kind of hide in the car. Ben thinks it's the dick dad dressed up as a bear. Hilarity ensues. Yeah, so he goes, Ooh, oh, not the bear. Oh, no, not the bear. Oh, I bet this bear's ticklish. Starts tickling the bear. And because it's a bear, it starts growling and attacks him. It's great. Like yeah. a bear might well do. The bear buggers off, and then the dick dad comes dressed as a bear. <laughs> <laughs> and does like really stupid almost like ballet moves and, and does growling and but, Ben fucks him up with a frying pan yeah Ben still thinks it's the bear and fucks him up and it's despite growling. the fact that he's doing these lovely pirouettes yeah who cares it's, <laughs> to be honest the guy deserves it you know oh yeah um, Ben's now suspicious of Junior he's, he's convinced he's convinced that Junior's a bad egg he's convinced the kid's bad the, you know he's talking to the um 
Florence about it, and you know she's just like, oh, I'll have to send him back. And he's like, no, no, we can't give up. Maybe he's not. And then Parrot starts swearing because he's been taught. He's going, up yours, up yours, dickhead, dickhead. Ah, this child. It's a kid's film, everyone. It's a kid's <laughs> film. Apparently. <laughs> um, have, has, have the goalposts moved in what's acceptable for a kid's film? I think they must have. Like, you watch the, I don't know, other kids' films today, and they're just about princesses and Lego and... You know. <laughs> <laughs> that, that doesn't come out till later this year. Yeah. Um, <laughs> this is the bit. It's great. They've got the kids' party. <laughs> so just just to remind you, the, the little girl, she's meant to be six. She's clearly about ten. And she's a little shit. She really is. She's a spoiled, spoiled, spoiled girl. And she, again, makes the mistake of ostracising Junior. Do you know what I mean? I think, I think that's it. He's obviously got abandonment issues. Yeah. But she has the great line of, you're not a real kid. You're adopted. <laughs> <laughs> He, yeah, that's it. He's not even a real kid. He's adopted. <laughs> and then he, he, uh, she goes, "You're not coming. You, you're not coming to my magic show because you're adopted." Yeah. And so, um, and and what what costume? What costume is he wearing? You know, this kid, who's really naughty, and he's you know his parents are trying to kind of um, I don't know get him involved with the community. What's he dressed as? Well, John, this little devil is dressed as a little devil. So he's got devil horns and a, a red, what do you call it, a pitchfork thing. A trident. Is it a trident? Yeah. yeah, I suppose. So he's he's going around bursting the balloons and being a bit of a terror. All the all the kids are in the other room watching the magic show and he looks on. And I don't know, it's, it's quite emotional music plays. Ben comes in and hands him an heirloom from his grandfather. The thing that his grandfather gave him just before he died. What is it, Colin? It is a dried prune, a very dried prune. A dried prune. And he goes, <laughs> I know it's not much, he was he was a bit senile in the final days. <laughs> he said it looked like Teddy Rose. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he said it meant, it still meant a lot. And he, he gave it to Junior because he wants him to have it. That plays later. Yeah. No, it's, it's, it's good. It's good how it does play later mm. as well. So this is the point where Junior, after receiving this kind of emotional acceptance from his adoptive father, after being given this family heirloom, decides to go around and sabotage the party, <laughs> dressed as a devil. So he does things like burst balloons behind the girl's head. He um, cuts off one of her pigtails with a <laughs> pair of garden shears. Throws all presents into the pool. Throws presents into the pool, yeah. Throws a frog into a punch bowl. Is yeah. That, is that a thing as well? And, yeah, that's, uh, that's the piñata. Oh, the piñata filled... What, what did he fill that with? Stuff out the fridge. Yeah, just gunk. Just, yeah. Yeah. So the piñata's filled with gunk. And then the... Um, There's the pin to tail on the donkey where he diverts someone to stick a pin into a lady's bottom. Yeah. And then um, there's he replaces the candles on the birthday cake with what you call them, like firecrackers. Firecrackers, yeah. And the cake explodes. Brilliant. That was entertaining. Mm. Yeah. It was a nice montage and they had the um, It's My Party and I'll cry, cry for one too. See, I wanted to know where the parents were while he was being such a little twat. I mean, not just they, they, were, they were they were networking, Colin. That's the point of the party. It was a networking oh, event. I yeah, I don't know these things. Not being a parent, <laughs> it's all about networking and handing out <laughs> business cards. And after the party, the well, they're back at home, and Ben realizes that he needs to 
needs to discipline Junior. So he goes up the stairs with. Does he have like a, a spanking paddle or a? It's just a hairbrush. A hairbrush. Okay. A soft bristled hairbrush. Yeah. yeah. So he goes. He goes up with a hairbrush to beat his child with. He's praying. <laughs> <laughs> He's praying. And he goes. What is he saying? Like, oh, uh, just. Uh, please, please help me to be a good boy, and I really want uh, the, the Healy's to like me. Especially Mr. Healy. Yeah. Oh, and then there's one of the best bits of the film as well, where he's gonna, he says, I'm gonna have to um, withdraw some of your allowance. You want the whole book? <laughs> yes, Junior, the whole book. Or dollar, as we might call it. And then he goes, okay, goes into his drawer and says, Have you got a change of a 20? <laughs> <laughs> it's got a drawer full of money, <laughs> drawer full of stolen cash. Yeah, uh, that was a that was a, that was a that was a good bit. The next scene is basically we, we're at the. I mean, you mentioned earlier that there's this parent, the other dick dad, and they've got rival. Do they call it little league? The baseball yes, stuff. Yeah, yeah. Basically, I don't know. It's like rounders, but with bigger bats and helmets. I think they call it softball. Yeah. Yeah, the bigger balls as well. Right, okay, so whatever. It's it's a game with a bat. Yes. Yeah. bit like cricket, but with four creases. I don't know, I, I don't understand it. The, um, There's a goal somewhere as well. Yeah, and I don't know, is, is that where you've got like slam dunks and stuff? Yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> but obviously Junior doesn't understand the game as well, but we'll come to that. Because <laughs> <laughs> that is brilliant as well. <laughs> so, so they've got this baseball game and... Um, for some reason, Junior has never, ever practised baseball before. He's never played this game before. And um, his adopted father, Ben, goes, you're on, you're batting, go and bat. So I've never done it before. He's like, it's okay, doesn't matter, I, I believe in you. And then the um, the rival team start chanting at him. And they start chanting a, um, basically one of the bands that uh, busted became the band that busted could have been Son of Dork. Son of Dork. So, so you, that's where they got it from. I think it is. I yeah, think, no, I think it, it probably is. is. Yeah. So they were ch- chanting Son of Dork at him. But the child, the problem child, is actually starting to seemingly grow a little bit of affection for Ben. Yeah, yeah. And um, first of all, he, he tries to bat and lets go of the bat and it flies and smashes the window of Big Ben's car. Yeah. Yeah, uh, well, the first one he misses, second one the bat goes flying, and he's like, oh, keep hold of the bat. You've got to keep what, hold of the bat. Whatever you do. Those. Yeah. He's like, hmm, keep hold of the bat. <laughs> and then he does the, I think, I, I might be wrong, but I'm assuming he did a kind of um, Home Alone style <laughs> eyebrow raise to the camera. Just, just, he might not have done, but I just, I just. In your head that. he did, at yeah. least. And so he, he hits the ball. It wasn't, wasn't the best hit in the world, but it doesn't matter. Because he it was on the rampage. Yeah. He goes to the first base. The guy throws the ball and he hits it again. And then he hits the guy. And then, <laughs> and then he runs along and he hits the other guy. And he keeps hitting people. And everyone's going, no! And then at the last last one, he slides down to the, is it the fourth base. The, yeah, the catcher, the one who stands behind it. Yeah, and um, slides and hits him in the nuts with the baseball bat. Then he starts chanting, Touchdown! 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 Yeah. <laughs> that's, just, that's just brilliant. Yeah. That would go over so many kids' heads. Yeah. So, that that was good. 
And now, now Ben, Ben's kind of, he's pissed off. I, th- I don't know, is, is he taking him back to the church to kind of return him to the orphan area? Yeah. And he goes and um, he does confession. And who's snuck into the confession box? It's not the priest. It's Junior. And Ben goes, ah, oh, my dad hates him. My wife hates him. You know, and I've really tried, but gosh darn it, I'm, I'm starting to dislike him. And that really upsets Junior. Rightfully so. Yeah. He you know was I mean? just a poor misunderstood child. He's just a poor misunderstood child. He's, he's had a really difficult... He's just a little bit of a problem child. Yeah. And and this is where they go and, and realise that he's been he's been returned 30 times. You know, the instability, instability in that kid's life. Poor kid. I feel so sorry for him. And you know what? Ben feels sorry for him as well. And goes, you know what? We're not going to give up. One day he could be president. And there's, there's, you know, stirring music. And then his wife turns around and goes, President, what are you going to do? That relates to something from earlier in the film when they were sat in the fertility clinic and they were planning names for their child and um, they were saying that he's going to grow up to be president. And someone says, oh, what does your child do? And they say, oh, we're just planning ahead. Oh, yeah. We don't have any children. <laughs> after after the, they have this realisation, they go outside and, and Junior's... Locked himself in the car with the keys and he starts the car and they're, they're banging on the window and, and want to get in. You know, they, they've realised the, well, Ben's realised the error of his ways and Junior starts driving and he's not really good at driving and he can't see. So he's going against the traffic and Ben's on the bonnet of the car trying to get in. He crashes it coincidentally into the um, Big Ben sports store. Good. And there's balls going everywhere. There's a nice little um, clip of um, Ben then at his house relaxing, reading The Exorcist. <laughs> the phone rings and he says, oh, it's it's someone from his dad's company. He goes, oh, your dad's um, took all your money out of your bank account to pay for the store. How would he have that right? I don't know. Too many questions, maybe. And this is where uh, Kramer arrives at the house. Uncle Marty. Yes. Kramer's arrived because he wants to find J.R. Who does J.R. turn out to be? Junior! Yeah. Oh, because JR's an abbreviation of Junior, isn't it? Yay. They have a um, strange dinner party. Mm. Um, Florence goes into the kitchen and what can only be described as a cook-holding scenario in shoes. <laughs> yeah, Kramer follows her in, kisses her, and then they start making whatever it is that mummies and daddies do. Ben just sort of sits there helplessly watching. Yeah, well, listening. Oh, listening, yeah. Yeah. The next scene we get, we get her in the back of the car with Kramer and, and um, Junior. We see a little sign in the house, scrawled on the wall, saying that they've kidnapped him for $100,000 ransom. $100,000. And what's Ben's reaction after he's had this, rev- re- you know, the revelation that he's got to look after this kid? What's his reaction, Colin? How does he respond? He goes, hooray! Yeah, he he, go, he loves it. He's really happy that the kid's been taken away. He's like, $100,000, ha, <laughs> you got to be And that his wife has gone as well. Yeah, so he's very happy about that. And he, he goes around uh, the house kind of smashing stuff up and, For I don't know. For some reason. Yeah, that reaction I wasn't convinced by, Okay, to be honest. He's going he's going through all Junior's stuff after he's, you know, he's going on this rampage and... He's looking through and he finds all these horrible pictures of like skeletons. He's like, ah, oh, typical, blah, blah, blah. And then he comes across a picture. What's the picture I've got here? It's a lovely picture of himself. And he also comes across the prune. 
which he has looked after. He has a revelation that he actually did like him. Yeah. What a egotistical arse. <laughs> yes, I thought that was... You know what I mean? It's like, well, you know, this kid is troubled, but he does like me, so... Hey, I'll care again. He can't be that bad. I don't, I don't know. That's a bit like a scally with a with one of those big Akita dogs that hates everyone but probably likes him, would rip off his own scally childs or one of many of them's faces. And But, you know, he gets on with me. So Ben, he realises that he's got to get this $100,000. So if he goes to his dad and he goes, you know, I need some money for that kid. And he's like, oh, you... You know, I'm, I'm about to film a commercial. It's about to go live, and then he's going, "Oh, you know, why, why won't you help?" And then he's he's ranting off about how he doesn't want to help, and he he hates it, and he'll sell everything off, and it goes live, and people think he's talking about the town. It goes live because Ben turns the camera on as he's walking away from his um, feeling a bit jaded about his dad. Yeah, so his ranting father. Yeah, it looks stupid. I don't know. It just has like a, a scene of. People in a biker bar watching it and going, yeah. mm. So, yeah. I'm glad, I'm glad that they're showing the news in a biker bar <laughs> and everyone is watching it. And this is where Ben goes to the Dick Dad's house and steals his car and they're about to go hunting. And he goes, I'm about to go hunting. So he gets in the car. What is it? He's got to take $100,000 to the circus. Yes. Which circus? The circus. Which circus, Colin? The circus. No, it was just the circus. The circus. Yeah. And so we cut to but the he, circus. he steals Dick Dad's Super Dad hat as well. Yeah. As no, well he, as his car. That, yeah, that's the bit. He, he Not only does he knit the hat, he makes the effort to reverse back onto the drive to grab the hat off his head and then drive and... Uh, you know, Drives off badly. And as, what, a for, as a former driving instructor, Joe, I, I disapprove. Again, it goes back to this Ben guy being a bit egotistical. He's like, you know what? If I'm going to go and rescue this kid... I need to look the part. Am <laughs> <laughs> I picking holes in this too much? I think no, probably. No, no, yeah. <laughs> On the money there. The next bit, and it was such a silly line, but it, it made me chortle. It had Kramer at the circus. Clown pops up and goes, Look, a giraffe. Look, a fist. <laughs> and punches, punches him in the face. <sighs> Brilliant. <laughs> <laughs> that made me chuckle. I, I like that. <laughs> just the idea of punching a clown is just hilarious to me. <laughs> yeah. You see? I didn't think of that. You, you're a bad man, Joe. <laughs> just, I don't know. It's, uh, I mean, I don't know. Maybe you're not meant to. Um, Live like and this is a three. kids' film. This is a kids' <laughs> film. Yeah. So Florence is also being annoying at this point. Yeah. So um, saying that she thought this was their honeymoon. Yeah. And so Kramer puts her in a suitcase and shoves her in the boot of the car. But she doesn't suffocate to death. No, she's you know they've got a zip or something. Oh, okay. Um, you know maybe it's just breathable material. You know. Yeah, but what about the boot of the car? Is that made of breathable material as well? Yeah. Oh, okay. It was a big boot. It was one of them huge American cars. There's also a lot of uh, breathing space. So then they have the switch time and um, they've got to exchange the bag and Junior. And so he throws the bag over. Kramer grabs Junior. He's like, ha ha, let's go. Let's go on a crime spree. You and me together, kid. Let's do this. What did he say? It'll be a real kick. It'll be a real kick. And then the kid 
does it now? He looks at the camera and he goes, kick! And then kicks him in the nuts. Yeah! Grab some money off him. Yeah, and then he goes down. Was the money in there? Was there actually... I don't know. Was... I don't think there was. Where did he get $100,000 from? I don't know. From? That plot hole alert. This is the bit where... I don't know. I suppose this is the kind of climax of the film, really. And it's what can I describe as a trapeze showdown. Mm. Junior and Kramer are flying around on these trapezes. And Kramer... What? They cut the trapeze or something? He, he unties it. it, yeah. Yeah. And then he, he kind of goes to the ground. Brilliant. But he gets up all right. And there's a wild big cat after him as well. Yeah. And then there's another ch- car chase. Yeah. Um, and the play wild one. Real yes. wild one. Yeah. But not for the first time in the film. Yeah. So, well, the, the pro- this wasn't the most high budget of films. Maybe they only had like the license <laughs> to a couple of songs. Like, you know, the, the intro to um, Bad to the Bone and Wild One were the only... The only songs that appeared, wasn't it, really? Yeah. But then, for some reason, um, fearing for their lives, they're chasing the criminal. As you do. You know, surely it would just make sense to let the criminal go and call the police. At this point, Ben starts shooting at Kramer's car. Because child is driving. Yeah. And the boot pops open and Florence flies out and lands on the roof of the car. But, you know, she's uh, true to her convictions. She's saying that she wants a divorce. Yeah, while still... So she's not grovelling, at least. I respect her for that. Yeah, while still in a suitcase and balancing precariously on the roof of a screen car. And falls... Off a motorway bridge, really far. Yeah. And onto the back of a pig truck. Yeah, with one pig with huge testicles. Yeah. That we find out of the driver has a bad stomach and is about to drop a big poo. Kramer... Um, as be- whilst he's being apprehended by two policemen officers, wriggles free, grabs a gun, tries to shoot Junior, but then um, Ben does a... <laughs> and then jumps in front, takes the bullet, but he's safe, he's protected by two things. One of his dad's um, pin badges and, tell me, John... The prune! The prune. Yeah! And he goes, are you okay? No, but because um, yeah, child I... was saying, "Don't let him be, um, don't let him be dead. I will buck up my ideas or whatever it is." Yeah. Saying. And go, "I love you, daddy. Yeah, love you, yes. daddy. Daddy, don't die." And then he goes, "Are you, are you okay?" He goes, "I'm fine, but the prune's had it." Oh, poor mm-hmm. prune. And then that child says, "You're not going to hold me to those things that I just said." And then he says, "Junior, I just want you to be yourself." And then he says. Haven't you learned anything? <laughs> <laughs> and then this is this is the bit where the uh, woman pops head out the suitcase and a pig takes a poo. Yes. End of the film. End of the film. So who would win in a wrestling match between Junior and Kevin McAllister? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know, because they're both... They're both... <laughs> it would be a bit like I think Dean Ambrose a... versus Seth Rollins. I think in a hardcore match, I think Kevin McAllister would come tops, to be honest. Because he seems to have a lot more devious tricks up his sleeve. Yeah. I so I think if if I could uh, relate them as two wrestling characters, this crazy child would be Dean Ambrose and Kevin McAllister would be the scheming Seth Rollins. Yeah? Yeah. Okay. And Kane and Big Show will be the wet bandits. I'm not doing everything uh, else. God. Was it worth watching? Well... Given the fact that it was 79 minutes. 
No, it wasn't. It was 77 minutes, including credits. Given the fact that it was 77 minutes, yes, it was. Had it been 80 minutes, then no, it wouldn't <laughs> have been worth it. Uh, I don't know. You were laughing. I you was were... laughing quite a lot. Yeah, you enjoyed that film. <laughs> you were thoroughly entertained. Oh, but then it had you know, scenes like with his internal monologue and things like that. <laughs> and it had child doing comedy voice with... That weird inflection. Yeah, well, he was, he was, you know, I mean, sure, from from the acting of this kid, you know, <clears throat> he'll have gone on to do great things. Yes. I know he did Problem Child 2. Lost in New York. Yeah. I had a look, and he has been in precisely three films and three things on TV. And they've all been Problem Child spin-offs. Not quite, but... <laughs> what else was he in? I don't know, I can't remember. I just remember that it was three films and three... You know what I think about research for this podcast, Colin? God damn it. Yeah, no research. <sighs> Doesn't do well. I think that's the end of the podcast anyway. I think we've come to the end. Have you got anything you want to add? Uh, Any insights about the problem child? No, I'll just uh, say, hashtag say yes, Madonna. Oh no, that'll be out of date by the time this goes to... Doesn't matter, we'll use it. <laughs> Yeah, I mean, this will this will probably be. Uh, in fact, I'm going to save this one. I'm going to keep this one in the bag until the summer. <laughs> so, <laughs> so we'll, you... we'll bring back hashtag Save Madonna. Yeah, yeah. Save, yeah. Hashtag Save Madonna. Yeah. Oh God, I hope not. <laughs> right. Anyway, on that bombshell, we will bid you adieu and say goodbye, cheerio, and farewell until next time. Wet Wrestlers Act podcast. I feed it same.